Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Nellie D. Today we're talking... Beavers. These little guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those guys. Not, is, not on a tree. That is kind of. If I were to imagine their little sound they make, it'd be a lot like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's even better, yeah. Have you ever kissed a beaver? <laughs> we're going to start this early, <laughs> Right. <huh? laughs> I don't think I've seen an agricultural beaver. <laughs> wild anim- beaver. The wild <laughs> beaver, no. I don't think I've ever seen one. I think I might have seen one. Where'd you see it? That's high, by the river. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Like in our river down here? I don't remember. I feel like I've been like, oh, there's a beaver. Maybe there's a groundhog, though. You know, I've seen many groundhogs, and I've had to try to figure out if it was a beaver or not. I think most of the times I think I've seen a beaver, it's been a groundhog. If your groundhog's wet, then it's a beaver. Oh, I think yeah. that's how it happens. That's where they break off on the on the evolutionary tree. Okay. okay. When, the, when the woodchuck gets wet, beaver. Beaver time. Kind of like a gremlins type, <laughs> yeah, right, huh? type situation. Right. <laughs> They're like Pokemon. Like the groundhogs don't have the big flapper on the on their butts to flap through the water, right? So, Natalie, what exactly is a beaver? A beaver is a large semi-aquatic rodent in the genus Castor, native to the temperate northern hemisphere. That's us, baby. Finally, one of our own. Right. There are two extant species, the North American beaver and the Eurasian beaver. Okay. So... If it's native here, it just probably walked across that land bridge, huh? Sure. Uh-huh. Maybe it built its own bridge. Yeah, it is its own bridge. And beavers are water boys, aren't they? Uh-huh. They're also construction boys. You think, I mean, even if the land bridge wasn't hidden, they could have gone right across, right? Yeah, like a sloth. Yeah, maybe. I mean, how'd they... Ah, I have so many questions. How'd they know they were where they were going to Eurasia? Alaska beaver? Alaska beaver sounds like a college team, right? <laughs> An old Alaska beaver going all the way out to that last little island where they have the, uh, what is that show called? The Crushing Catch? The Deadliest? <laughs> the Deadliest Fish. <laughs> yeah, the Deadliest Fish. And those are like crabs. Those aren't. <sighs> the Deadliest Crab. <laughs> yep. So they went across. Like, I'm still thinking about those sloths swimming across the ocean. Like, that is amazing to me. I would love to dial that one up on the chronovisor. Yeah, add it to the add it to the list. Add it to the list. That that would be a good one to, to revisit. So when you get on the chronovisor, uh-huh. so we think of time. We have our own year system, right? Right. And it roughly corresponds to astronomical time. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it has always roughly lined up with astronomical time. People figured that out pretty quickly. So we know, yeah, so we know kind of, I mean, we know when stuff happened. When you go to the chronovisor, do you think you have to search for an event? Or do you think you you put in a year? I would imagine that you would dial into a particular time period. Do you think you would zoom in, you would start in like the first century, and then you could like spread your two fingers apart to, to keep zooming in like Google Earth? Maybe, maybe. I always think about it. Whenever I think about time as a singular point, which, you know, maybe other people don't think about that all the time. I do. When I think about time existing as a singular point, <laughs> I always think of it as being like a Rolodex. 
like it existing on on like a Rolodex and like spinning it, right? You just spun yeah. one of those. Oh yeah, yeah. And so it is not so much that you are moving through time and you are moving through your life as like a discrete entity that just moves through your consciousness. I always imagine it like your consciousness moving through the individual pages of the Rolodex and experiencing the discrete moments that are always existing in one mass. Okay, so you're moving from moment to moment and you can kind of see them all and right. you could stop on one if you want right. and experience it. Right, right. Okay. But your natural state is just clicking through the Rolodex, but your consciousness moving through the Rolodex. But you can roll forward, backwards, or once you get unhitched from that bullshit attachment to the planet, right? You can get all the way out. You can see the whole thing at the same time. Well, you just need to break the walls of the Rolodex and pull all those cards out and put them all out on your desk. You can see them all at once. Right. So you think the chronovisor, you don't think you're like, show me when the slots and it loads. I'm sure there's a loading time. <laughs> and then it comes up and, and then maybe it tells you what year that happened. I imagine the chronovisor being based on my Rolodex uh, metaphor that I had just explained. I imagine the chronovisor is like a microfiche machine at the library. And so you have like a dial on it and you go. Shh, oh, yeah. Shh, and you stop and you're like, oh, no, this is like, this is like the French Revolution. This is not it. No. Oh, you kind of go forward and back until and you, go, you, yeah. and you dial it in, dial it in, dial it in. You're like, okay, there's slots in the, the Caribbean right now. So obviously they've already gone across. So, but we are definitely in the giant sloth category right now. So we are, we're close. And then you just go a little bit backwards, right? Yeah. And then you got him. You got those sloths in the water. Probably a fine, you probably have a coarse and a fine knob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I imagine the chronovisor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. But yeah, just finding, just really finding that one spot, all the beavers by the water, and you just watch them, they're by the water, and then one of them's like, fuck it. He gets on the log, and he's like, see ya, and he floats across the Bering Strait. Right, right. Or maybe he was frozen, and he just walked across, and he didn't even realize he crossed it. Like, he, it wasn't even, it was like a regular day for him. What if they were always moving back and forth because it was frozen, and then one day it melted, and they couldn't cross it anymore? So actually, the natural state of things was disrupted, as opposed to something strange happening. Yeah, yeah, they probably, they probably called it the Beaver Strait. Right, <laughs> that's what, yeah. I mean, they changed it because it they didn't sound They probably called right. it, it the Beaver right. Bridge. The Beaver Bridge. That sounds so much nicer. Yeah. Yeah. The Beaver Bridge. Beavers, this way. <laughs> what was the first time you met a beaver? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm still not sure I've ever I've ever seen one in real life. Were you touched one? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know i can't get into have i touched a beaver outside <laughs> I've never have touched. i touched a beaver in a barn have you touched it? would i could i in a car have you touched a beaver in the basement <laughs> no don't dr seuss me that's not okay <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god why am i a 13 year old boy that's my problem I think I'd be, like, much better at being, like, a productive member of society if I wasn't, like, a 13-year-old boy. I think you'd be surprised at how many people out there are riding on less sophistication than that. <laughs> I will say I'm a pretty sophisticated 13-year-old boy. 
I think 13-year-old boys are that way because they've just started putting things together and they're like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you see what they said there? You see that? <laughs> I got some insider knowledge and now I'm going to just slip it in anywhere I can. Man, 13-year-olds. It's like you snap your fingers. like they pull this stuff out of the ether. Right. I mean, maybe it's that our kid has been going to school, but man, they pick it up quick. <laughs> the crazy shit. They they pick it up quick, but I think the thing is, is that most people don't say that stuff to their parents, but I think Nona will just say whatever to us. Yeah. Because, uh-huh. see, maybe we fucked up because we told her we can say anything she wants. It's like you got her that hairbrush and it was like very plastic with curved edges and it looked like a <laughs> Swedish vibrator. <laughs> yeah. And... I just picked it up the four and I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And I held it up and you looked at it and without missing a beat, Nona was like, oh no, that's a hairbrush. And I was like, (laughs) 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 like if that thing vibrated, that'd be 200 bucks. (laughs) Right, right. She was like, oh, no, that's a hairbrush. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you're not getting one of those. Not this year anyway. (laughs) 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 You're like suddenly outnumbered and you have like me and Nona like constantly being gross like all the time. Yeah, it's fine. I just didn't think it would hit now. I thought I'd get a couple more years. uh Uh-uh. Well, she's she's precocious. Ah, that's fine. She's always been like an adult, like a very small adult. Well, I just think it's the it's the company. She's real. She's real obnoxious. She she gets along well with her peers when she hangs out with them. Right. She, she does all the thirteen year old stuff. Right. I think when she talks to us, she code switches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? So, what do you know about beavers? All I know is chew log, flap giant tail, and lie. Right. Okay, so first off, did you know that they are the second largest living rodent after the capybara? That makes sense. I saw a picture of a beaver today you sent to me. You were sending me beaver pics, and I saw (laughs) one, and I I thought it was a guinea pig. It looked really guinea piggish to me. And those are also related to capybaras, aren't they? Guinea pigs? Yeah. They're they're cavies. And I don't know if those are rodents or not. They probably are. They have teeth that that they have to keep yeah, gnawing down, right, right? Right. Yeah, actually when I sent you that beaver shot <laughs> I uh I just dragged it onto my iMessage and hit enter and then I noticed that I had sent it to my mom. Oh you say you sent beaver snaps to your mom. <laughs> You're like, sorry, I meant to send that to Natalie. She wanted to be Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even go into it. I was like, I dropped that file in the wrong place. Well, there's a picture of a Eurasian beaver swimming. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> that was exactly as long as our conversation was surrounding the, the misplaced beaver pick. <laughs> There are certain people who I, like, deem to be, like, high-risk text messages. Like, if I am texting with, like, one of Nona's friend's parents, or if I am texting with, like, some elderly relative of mine yeah. or something, and they are texting me, like, as soon as I finish texting with them, I will, like, 
text you and text Nona and text Jill and text like all my normal texting people and get them to text me real fast because if I have those high risk people towards the top of my iMessage, I will send them something awful. <laughs> because I send shit to people wrong all the time. Like I have sent Jill messages that I intended to send to you like 90 million times. Yeah. 90 yeah. bazillion trillion times. Alyssa gets messages for you all the time. Yeah. And the shit I send to you is always fucking weird as shit. And so I have to, like, I have to bump people down the list because I did one time send something bizarre to one of Nona's friend's parents. And it was, like, mortifying. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you just say? You just said... I was like, sorry, I was sending it to Andy. That's all I said. Yeah, sorry. I was was sending that to my husband, so... But luckily, it was, like, the weirdo, like, Reiki mom. Oh, okay. And so, like, I took that as a sign from the universe. Like, this is my chance to learn this lesson and so i do not have to relearn it with a more difficult mother yeah yeah she's probably like hey man that's the she's like whatever man it's cool man right that's the universe you know sometimes you're just showing some love and friendship with your husband and you accidentally send your kid's friend's mom a meme about how eating ass protects you from the coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah That's just the energy, man. <laughs> yeah, but you have to you have to make sure you groom your your top people on your messages so you avoid. That's my tip for the day. That's Natalie's tip for the day for this episode. Make sure you groom the top of your iMessage so you do not cause a great ordeal for yourself by sending something fucking weird to somebody who doesn't need it. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so okay. You're talking capybaras related to those fucking capybaras, right? Yeah. They are fat. They're fat guys. Yeah, you burly. You'd imagine because of the because of the water, they need right. to get a little chubs to insulate them, right? Right. And they got the big teeth. They have brown or gray fur. They have front feet that are kind of like hands, like a raccoon, right? Mm-hmm. They have back feet that have webbed toes, and then they got them fucking tails. Those big flat tails. Those big floppers, yeah. Are they hairless? Are the tails hairless? Um, I don't know. Let's look at a picture of them. Beaver tail. Um, it looks like they're hairless. It kind of looks like a chicken leg or something. It kind of looks like leather. Yeah. Kind of like the bottom of a moccasin or but something. But it's very textured. It's textured, kind of like an alligator skin. Yeah. And it's shaped kind of like... A cow tongue. Kind of. What? A giraffe tongue? <laughs> it looks... It's definitely... Yeah, it's like black and it's like vaguely yeah, it's vaguely tongue shaped. Yeah, right. So they flop that guy around. Do you think that you would ever eat one of those? A beaver or the tail? The tail, the real tail of a beaver. I don't think I would go looking for it. I don't imagine they're good tasting animals. Here's a cross section of one. Looks like it's just all fat. Yeah. I mean that's like one of those things like eating a seal or a penguin or something, like you might you might do it when you're on vacation to somewhere in the Arctic. Right? Look at that. It looks like a vagina. That's like one of those beaver tails that's like a fried dough. So is that? So that is, no, that is just a fried dough. That's not an actual beaver's tail. No, it's fried dough. Okay. And it's called a beaver's tail. Um, see, that's. Those are delicious. There's like elephant ears. No. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, I would fuck up an elephant ear right now. Anyway, so, Okay. So they've got they've got the tail, they've got the hind legs. Uh-huh. And you said you would not eat one. You would not eat not, a tail. No, not unless it was a situation. 
like if you were Catholic and it was Lent? If I was Catholic and it was Lent, I don't imagine that I would eat that. I'd imagine <laughs> if I was in a situation where me, the person, was Catholic and I was observing Lent, I would imagine several things would be different about my life. <laughs> But not in that way. Not in the beaver eater way. (laughs) Well, they had a rule during the Middle Ages in the Catholic Church that beaver tails were fish. (laughs) So you could eat them during Lent. What was the other thing? Didn't they say rabbits were fish? Fetal rabbits, just the fetuses. Jesus Christ. Because they were like eggs. Oh my God. So yeah, so they would they said that you were allowed to eat beaver tails during Lent because it was fish. And so that's why I asked. I was just wondering how pious you were. Like are you ready to eat some beaver tail? I'm not a very pious person. I will do I will do the right thing, but it's like for myself and for the universe. It's not for a boss. God is just a boss. Right. I'm pretty pious about doing stuff for myself and the universe. And you know how that goes. I feel like you can improve the universe and you can improve yourself. And that's all you can do, man. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't believe in authority. Right. So, especially not. You know, if God spoke to me, don't get me wrong. I believe him. <laughs> I don't want to. I just want to clear that up. That if actual God spoke to me, I'd be like, yo, all right. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You know, there's some guys in this building down here, and they're always fucking weird, and they're always telling people to eat fish and stuff. Right. (laughs) So I'm sorry, I don't believe them, but thank you. (laughs) Just a strict constructionalist when it comes to believing the word of God. I think it has to come from him. I'm sorry. Well, what what if I was God, and also you were God? Oh, then it's we're not talking about the same thing. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's not a situation in which there's a boss. Right. That's more like a co-op. So do you know the main story with beavers is they build those dams? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a such a stereotypical thing that they do it in Looney Tunes and stuff too. Right. So they will use tree branches and plants and rocks and mud and they will chew... I was doing that before, right? Yeah. And they will chew it up and make the dams up. And then they will also live in the dam. Like, they have, like, lodges in them. That's, like, when it's built up above the water and there's, like, they have to go down through a tunnel that's underwater and then they pop up inside of it, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Isn't is that to protect them from predators? Probably, yeah. They put their little so. beaver babies in there. Yeah, right. And so they will ha- they do all this shit, and then it creates all kinds of infrastructure that encourages like wetlands and like other other animals and stuff will live in the areas where they da- where they dam it off. Okay, so they build up a dam, and then there's like more water that builds up behind it. Mm-hmm. So there's okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. The adults are monogamous and they raise their babies together and then the young grow up until they're old enough to help them build dams. And then they all build dams. That's cute. Yeah. They will mark their territory with mud mixed with ass grease shit. Uh-huh. So that that's also just like the pioneers. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they have anal glands that they will put in the mud and make stinky mud and put it all over everything. And they also will get ass on their friends and family. And that's how you could tell them apart. That is so cute. <laughs> so just like stinky ass juice. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. You just stink it up and you just rub it on. <laughs> You're not getting your family wet and stinky. Can you <laughs> right. truly say? Right. Mixing mud up in it and getting it on your friends and family. Yeah. That's how you identify them. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what else about beavers? People like to make coats out of them. They also will eat them. Like I was talking before, all Catholics eat them. And I suppose they, other people did too. Do they just eat the tail or do they eat the rest? I think they probably eat the whole thing. But the tail is the only part that's fish. Oh, my God. The whole rest of it is probably... <laughs> the whole rest of it is probably just the same as eating a squirrel or rabbit or something. It's probably fine. There's just not a lot of meat in it, right? It's probably a little stinky. I would imagine it has a little stink to it because it oh. eats fish and stuff. Oh, because of the stink glands. My yeah. gosh, that's uh-huh. probably awful. You don't want to eat anything with a stink gland, I don't think. No, I think a porcupine has those, too. That seems particularly nasty to eat. Yeah, right, right. So they will also get castorium out of beavers, which they will use for perfume and food flavoring. And they make coats out of them, like I said. And, yeah, that's basically the, the very short story about beavers. So they're so they're rodents, so they basically just have those four front teeth right, then. Right, right. Those are what lay waste to the to the forest, right? Yeah, right. Do they actually gnaw all the way through trees? I think so. How long does it take a beaver to gnaw down a tree? Let's find out. How long do it take to beaver cut down tree? Five minutes. <laughs> now you really did go to the search bar and say how long does it take to beaver cut down tree yep. <laughs> that's a nice mix between like old school and new school conversational yeah like search engineing that's pretty good but it right. just came up and before anything it just said five minutes <laughs> That's good enough for me. <laughs> I don't need to look anymore. If it's up in bold face letters at the top of the search engine, you don't need to read anymore. All right. So, yeah, five minutes. That's how long it takes. Um, Here's one. Looks like he's kind of down in a minute. <sighs> Beavers. Anyway. So, yeah, I guess they're fast, man. They're pretty fast. Faster than you. Oh, it would take me so long to chew a tree. I've never gone up and tried to chew a bark. I think the outer bark would go pretty quick. But I think once you hit that... Once you hit that old woody wood. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> that woody part <laughs> of the tree. The dry, dead hardwood in the middle of the tree. I think that's really going to be the hard part. <laughs> yeah. Now, there are some uh, some trees where you can take off the outer bark and you can eat uh, the inner bark. I don't know if that's called cambium. Or if that's something else, but you can peel off and eat that inner bark. Yeah. It's like a, a famine food you can you can find. There's some trees around here you can do that too. Yeah. But that inner woody wood. <laughs> I don't think I can make it through those with my choppers. No, no. I don't think many humans could. No, I don't think they could either. I don't think we're supposed to chew through trees. So how big are beavers? I think okay, of well, them uh, as like the size of a cat. What? How? You tell me. How big are beavers? What's the biggest beaver you ever saw? <laughs> and what is the little tiniest beaver you ever saw? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, the smallest beaver is always like a, the smallest full-grown beaver. Uh-huh, yeah. In what dimension? Um, the length from their head to the end of their body. One foot. No, no. How big is the smallest one then? 31 inches. What? That's the smallest? Yeah, the smallest beaver is pretty big. <sighs> Amazing. They're like a dog. They're enormous. Well, how big is the largest one then? Guess. I, uh, that's almost three feet long. Uh, six feet. A six foot beaver? <laughs> no, it's 47 inches. It's the biggest beaver. Okay, so the range isn't that big. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's only two kinds of beavers. Remember how I said that? <laughs> 47 inch beaver, though. That's it. That TV over there, that's a 40 inch TV. Can you imagine a beaver that big? Yes. Now, if them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess if you're looking at the TV, I would hold him like a baby. Up, up to the TV to make sure he's the same length, right? I would hold him like a baby and I would give him a little belly rub. I, you would hold a 47 inch beaver. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I would hold him like a baby and I would give him a little belly rub and he would go. Ah, 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 ah. I would give Do him a little wood, a little piece of wood. <laughs> he would love it. He'd be like, screw the little belly, screw the little belly. So, <laughs> you would give a beaver some wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how much does that huge beaver weigh? You tell me, buddy, in kilograms. A hundred, pa- uh, f- uh f- forty-five kilograms. No. <laughs> that, that would be the big end. Too much. Too much beaver in that estimate. I think it may be best if you just say no and you just never tell me and we never come <laughs> back to it. That would have that would be great. Why don't you just go ahead and tell yeah, me? You guess no. <laughs> uh, beaver will weigh between 11 and 30 kilograms. Okay. But 66 30. pound beaver. That is still large. I would hold it like a baby. You would hold it like one and a half of those enormous sacks of rice at the Japanese grocery. I would sit. I would sit on the couch and then let yeah. the zoo guy put the beaver on my lap. Yeah. Okay. Because he would okay. be very strong. He would be very muscular in his zoo outfit. So this would be. <laughs> he would lift so it up you... easily and just put it on my lap. So you have been thinking about this, and this is. We've got an in-home visit by zoo by at least one zookeeper. Above zookeeper. And he's in our living room and he hands you the beaver. He gives me all that beaver. I just touch it. And you ha- I mean you can you can't keep a beaver. No. That's why he's going to take it back with him when he leaves. You give it a little rub and you hand it right back. Yeah. Right. Like beaver delivery, like oh, that there's a million dollar idea. Right. <laughs> beaver with no e, no second e. B e a v r. You just get the app, and then some some poor guy who has three jobs comes by with a beaver. Yeah, yeah. And he well, comes I mean- in and he. He's very strong, right? Yeah, <laughs> he brings his, it in. His probably other two jobs are him driving his car, so right. just put the beaver in my car I already have. Right. So this is like one of his, you know, the gig economy. Yeah. He's going to do a gig economy on the beaver and bring it over to your house, let you pet it until 
you're tired of it or you until your hand smells bad and then he brings it back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was always our parents' generation. They always dreamed of owning a beaver. Right. <laughs> Right. But now the most we can hope for is to beep one up on our phone and rent have it, it for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Rent a beaver. <laughs> I think the money's in the beaver delivery. Right. I think there's something about not having to leave your home for beaver. Right. If you really wanted to streamline it, you would just get like a Winnebago and have the beaver in the back of it and then you pull it up to the person's house and they could come in. And visit the beaver, cradle it like a baby inside the Winnebago. Oh, like the bookmobile. Yes. Beaver mobile. You would have a little habitat for it. The whole back of it could uh-huh. be a little stream. A pile of wood. And it could just build the dam back there. Right. Or, you know, you, you could have it come by so you could rent a beaver to hang out with. Or you could have them bring the beaver over when you're doing yard work and you put all the sticks in the beaver thing and it chops them up and makes mulch for you. And you get to watch. This is just... <laughs> this is the classic double dip business. This is right. fantastic. You can't lose. You can't lose. And how much does a beaver cost? Beaver is almost free, bitch. <laughs> I think a beaver's like a cat. Right. If you could find it, you could have it. I think you go out into the North American wetlands. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> I think you're going to come home with a beaver. Right. If you could find it, you could have it. That's the rule of beavers. Check your state laws. I guarantee you that's in what o- the law is. In Ohio, it's called Finders Beavers. <laughs> So what do beavers eat? What do they, do they just eat fish and stuff? Um, let's find out. Uh, beavers eat bark and cambium, which is the part of the tree you were talking about eating before. Remember how you said you were hungry and you were going to eat some tree? Yeah. Yeah. Humans can eat cambium, depending, I think like birch, some other trees like that. So they will eat cambium and I guess that's all they, they also eat water plants and buds and roots. So I guess they don't eat any fish or anything like that. They just eat wood and plants. Really? Yeah. I would have thought they would eat fish and little shrimps and little shellfish. Well, I'm thinking about otters, huh? Uh-huh. I think I'm conflating the two little rumbly guys that live down and roll around in the stream. I'm kind of conflating the otters and the beavers. So the beavers just eat wood. Yeah, uh-huh. So when I said that they were going to make us mulch, maybe not, man. What well, do beaver poops look like? it turns out all a beaver wants is wood. <laughs> Just wood, baby. <laughs> That's the only thing you can put in one of those. Ah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so they I what do their poops look like? Do they are their poops just like sawdust. Sawdust. How do they look like anything else? They're chewed up wood. Let me see that poop. Oh, it looks like it looks like it looks like <laughs> it looks like a poop made of wood. It looks like plywood. You know how they press plywood out into boards, but it looks like plywood pressed into the shape of a turd. It looks like it looks like shredded wheat shaped like a poop. It looks like all splinters, too. That's yeah. got to be Oops, awful. all splinters. <laughs> there, there's more. They are such nice. I mean, I guess I'm I've sure they have buttholes that are just like like the bottoms oh, of yeah. your feet. Oh, yeah. They've like, got to be callous. Yeah, absolutely the callous. Whole, the whole works, all the pipes and everything have really got to be reinforced. Right, right. Like, they love to eat wood. If I ate a single splinter, I would, cr- <laughs> I would cry for a week. 
Yeah. I would search WebMD 61 <laughs> times. Yeah, I'd be like, well, I, have, I don't know. I, I would ask, toothpick. I don't know. <laughs> I would ask you if it's okay, and you would go to Bing and type, eat a splinter, my husband, why? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> husband, eat a wood. <laughs> Help. <laughs> <laughs> They, you know, they probably, there's something in the algorithm where if you type help at the end of your query, <laughs> help. they may be, they may be try a little harder to get you, right. get you to the end of. Please. Yeah. <laughs> what if you say please at the end of your inquiry? <laughs> Beaver poop, please. <laughs> no, that's different than beaver poop. Help. <laughs> How long does it take to beaver cut down tree? Help. <laughs> <laughs> How long do it take to cut down a beaver tree? <laughs> Please. So, okay. Anyway, so they will build the dams and then they will tunnel from the banks of the river into the dam. And that's where you live, right? Yeah. And the main thing that makes them build dams is being able to hear water moving. Like that, if they hear it moving, they're going to stop it. Oh, really? Like that's what compels them. And the sound of a leak in their dam, they'll be like, what? Gotta fix it. Oh, I understand that. If you've ever had a roof leak in an apartment or a house, like hearing something go drip, drip, that will absolutely, you will like jump up. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so they will put logs against the banks of the river, right? Uh -huh. And then they will align those with the direction of the water flow at a 30 degree angle and then weigh it down with rocks and stuff grass into it. And they will just keep on piling more and more materials on it until it settles into a slope and encloses one side of the river, right? Uh-huh. And they will build them as much as 10 feet tall. Wow, really? Uh-huh. And also, they have found that beaver dams are better than human-made dams when it comes to trapping water and letting it pass through really slowly. Really? Mm -hmm. So they just instinctively make the most efficient dam. Right. So that's, why don't you that, think that beavers are smart? They're pretty smart guys. I couldn't build a dam. Well, you know, they've done an experiment where you take slime mold, which is not what we think of as an intelligent species, but you can take a slime mold and you can put it on a maze and the slime mold will grow in the direction of the solution of the maze. Uh -huh. The slime mold can tell the way to get through the maze. Uh -huh. So there's something that's happening with the process of cognition that we don't totally understand. It will take us, we will have to walk down the maze and retrace and stop and check out our different directions, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard for us to solve a maze. It's hard for people to solve a maze. Not difficult, but it's hard enough that if you have a maze, it will take you a minute to solve it, right? Right, sure. But you can give it to a slime mold, and the slime mold will efficiently find the solution to the maze. Well, the beaver can efficiently dam the river because the beaver is optimized for solving that particular problem. That means that the beaver has cognitive pathways that we don't have. So in that right. sense, the beaver is smarter than us. Right, right. Or, you know, the beaver was put here to do that, and we were put here to do something in particular. I'm not sure what that is, but we're absolutely doing it. Oh, we're doing it right now, baby. <laughs>
we're here to do something in particular. We were put here to do that thing, and we are doing it all day. A thing is what it does. That is ultimately when you enclose it and you look at the system. A thing is what it does, right? Mm -hmm. If we, if humans as a species make plastic and generate heat, that's what we do. Right. That's what we do when left to our own devices. So, yeah. I mean, it makes it seem like maybe if that is what we're here to do is make plastic and get hot, then maybe the issue isn't trying to to have us go against our human nature and not make plastic and not get hot. But maybe the issue is that we just need a lot fewer people. We need a sustainable number of people. And whenever anybody talks about population growth, they're talking about the part of the world that isn't me and people that look like me. <laughs> I, but, I don't give a shit. Come, come take me. I don't give a shit. If you make it fast, I don't give a shit. I'm not talking, <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about like online Malthusians. Right, sure. Right. Right. But there, are, I mean, yeah, there are, there's clearly too many people, which sucks because the reason that technological developments are happening so fast is because we have so many people. Right. If there's one million people on earth and you get one person that is as, as smart and motivated and willing as Einstein to discover slash create the theory of relativity and relate a bunch of things, right? I'm not saying that Einstein is the most important person person that's ever existed because i don't think that's true but just as an example that everybody recognizes is one smart guy who figured out stuff like how fast light does go right right <laughs> well if you have one million people on earth and you have one einstein now that we have eight billion people on earth well maybe we have eight people as smart as einstein mm -hmm. who can do stuff that is good and smart Maybe there's people because we already know how fast light goes. So we can really stand on the shoulders of that guy. <laughs> just all the different stuff. And it's hard, right? I, I mean, you can't just take one person and say that's the new Stein, right? Because right. that's the new Stein. <laughs> there well, he, is. he was. Well, that's Ein is one. So he was Stein one. Yeah. So uh, you can't just point and say Stein dose, et cetera, going all the way down. Uh -huh. Because if you already know what the speed of light is, then you can't just take the next person finds it and say he's number two. Right. Right? So it's something It's something else. And I don't think it's putting Jeff Bezos at the edge of orbit in a rocket and then mysteriously not having any onboard cameras. So he actually didn't really do it. He lied. I, You know what? I believe fully that Jeff Bezos was not in his spaceship. That is like my one of my new conspiracy theories. I truly believe he was not in his spaceship because if you spent that much money making a spaceship so you could go with your rich, stupid ass up into outer space, wouldn't you take so fucking many selfies of yourself in outer space that everyone would get completely tired of you? Wouldn't that be the case? Why have I not seen a single picture of Jeff Bezos in outer space? Because he's not there. He, he has not gone there. Well, he never went to outer space. He went to the edge of still. He the, could have sat the next to the edge window. of space. The edge of space. I do not think he went in the spaceship. You know, everybody came down. They came out, and really, to me, somebody who's not an empath, <laughs> he looked as if he was was very happy. And he looked as if he had just done something. You know, people emote, sure. right? And I don't think that Jeff. I don't think that Jeff Bezos has enough control of his own 
of his own facial expressions, I think he's a weird, evil robot. So sure. I think he did something that he was overjoyed about. But I think what he liked so much is that he tricked everyone. Uh-huh. I'm sure that they shot a, a rocket up and it went and it came back down, but they took zero pictures of him floating. You know how many times I've seen pictures of Chris Hadfield in outer space, the Canadian astronaut? 90 bazillion. 90 bazillion, they put him on the Canadian money. Right. Everyone knows he's there. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Yeah. So the I don't fact- have any pictures of Bezos in outer space, though. No, zero pictures. And so that's suspect. I, th- I don't think he went. You heard it here first. <laughs> Nobody else is saying this. <laughs> Everybody- real, real talk at Garbage Brain University. Everybody just assumes he went up. Well, he didn't. <laughs> uh, fuck him. <laughs> I hope he had a great time pretending to go to outer space. I really do. I hope it really fulfilled him in a way that that really made his year, his decade. Give me a big kiss. I hope against truth that when he was in his little dark hiding room waiting to pretend that he came off the rocket ship, that he had some thoughts about his life and wondered what he was doing. Just like the time when I was on YouTube and I was making videos of our dogs and then... I thought of a funny thing I could do where I could get a stage and I could put them on it and then I could make it look like they were doing stuff. And then I just like stopped and I stopped. I just stopped typing, stopped thinking about it. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't like what this is becoming. (laughs) And I just literally stopped. I never did it again because I just didn't like it. It was not what I wanted to do. And you are what you do. Right. The purpose of a system is what it does, not what you say it's there for, but a system is what it does. If you're the guy that makes the dogs dance, then you're the guy that makes the dogs dance. Right, right. And also, like, who wants to build their shit completely around making a dog dance? Because I've lived long enough that I know that there's only one plot point in the story about a dog. That's right. How long do you want your career to last? Like, your your, your career is going to last about as long as that dog does. And then it's going to end on a low note. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a bummer, but you don't hear much about Grumpy Cat these days. No, right? It's better to, like, receive, like, inspiration that isn't, like, exploiting a little animal. Actually, the worst is, I think, Keyboard Cat, because they had Keyboard Cat, and then the guy who popularized the video, it was not even his cat. It was some guy's other cat. (laughs) And then he bought a second cat that he thought looked like Keyboard Cat to make new Keyboard Cat Uh videos. And then when that cat passed away, he bought a third cat that he thought looked like Keyboard Cat. Three board cat. (laughs) (laughs) Just at what, I mean, look, we all make mistakes. You know, everybody might pick up a dog and make a dog dance and it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. The dog likes it. You like it. Everybody laughs. You all go to sleep. You had a good day. I'm just saying by the time you get to the third cat, the third separate cat, so you can keep your cat empire going, like just look in the mirror, man. Just look in the mirror. Right. Think about it. Think about what messages you're trying to to send out into the ether. Like you're shaping the universe by being alive in it and committing a series of actions. You decide, man. Three board cat might not be it. <laughs> it's not the great idea you thought it was. <laughs> okay, so here, you know, 
When I went into this episode, the true question, the one question I wanted to know, why do they call vaginas beavers? Why Why have we been chuckling at the beaver joke? Why do we call it a beaver? I don't know. It seems very dirty uncle, doesn't it? It does. So there are a couple different theories, right? One theory is that in the early 20th century, there was like a slug bug-esque trend, you know, where people would yell shit, right? Yeah, like you would see, see something some... and you'd yell it? Yeah. So you would see a guy with a beard and you would yell beaver. Okay. Beaver! <laughs> okay, I see. I-, I can get behind it. And they said it was a street game anyone could play. You walk around with a friend and spot a guy with a beard and you say, beaver, and you get 15 points. If you see a guy with a white beard, that's a polar beaver and it counts for 30. <laughs> yeah. And then whoever wins makes the guy who lost buy drinks. Okay. So it was a, everyone loved it. So like obviously then like if you saw some lady's pubic hair, you might also yell beaver. <laughs> Oh, oh, like a code word. Right, right. I see. Okay, well, that's, that. I just, that's way more wholesome than I thought it was going to be. Right. There's another theory that at some period of time, there was like a rampant pubic lice. Yeah, there was. And so people would have to shave off their pubic hair and women would wear merkins made out of beaver pelts. Oh, Okay. And so that would be the other reasons. That was... So if you saw some beaver, it was probably somebody who had pubic lice and had to remove all their pubic hair, and then they put a... Fake pubic hair. Triangle of beaver pelt. Yeah. Uh, That's, like, way more wholesome than what I thought, was that they just take mad wood. It's a lot more wholesome than that. I really like the idea of the, the beaver game. Beaver. That's pretty. That's pretty fun. Yeah. That's pretty fun, and nobody gets nobody gets hit. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I would. Just, I would punch you. And it's men just hollering when they see other men that meet a criteria. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty solid. That's pretty wholesome. Right. Right. You can't beat that. So, did you know that? Giant beavers in the Ice Age should not have tails like regular beavers. What do they have instead? Regular tail. But they were 200 pounds and they're eight feet long and they lived in the water. And they just they just didn't have the cool tail, man. They were just huge as a giant beaver. So they just had a little, did they have a little nubbin yeah, tail? I, I like think they a probably little had like a, like a little rat tail, probably. A little bald rat tail? <sighs> yeah, let's look, up, let's look up giant beavers. <laughs> <laughs> giant beaver um from archaeology now just no just raw dog it search giant beaver i have my safe see you're you're just gonna get the good stuff your safe search is off it knows what you meant see okay so here's one it seems like you got a tail but it's like a skinny tail it looks more like a like a black rat's like a tail possum yeah oh it does look like a possum yeah like a opossum look at this fucker what's up with, oh he's like a bad taxidermy that's why he looks messed up this guy, uh-oh. Don't you want to hold him like a baby and rub his belly? They really, they have <laughs> they have nice fur. Well, I guess that's why people used to trap them and sell their pelts and stuff. And then that use was their really... pelt to make pubic hair. Yeah, well, it, uh, beavers have a real high, uh, they have a high, I was going to say thread count. That's not the right <laughs> word. 
<laughs> their hairs are packed really, yeah, really yeah. close together. Like otters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keeps them warm, keeps the water out. Why would you want to wear a merkin? Why does it make a difference? I don't know. You just get that little, you get a little more of a pronounced crotch bump. If you're wearing, that's what, <laughs> that's what those uh, ladies do now sometimes if they're zooming. Is <laughs> they're zooming? <laughs> they will get those funny color pants. <laughs> and they will yank them all the way up. All the way up their chotch, all the way. And I think if you get to that point where you've really got a, well, it may also be a seam thing because you've got to have a seam and that seam is encroaching there. Yeah. I feel like if you had a little merkin down there, you might relieve some of the pressure. Right. But it might give you a more pronounced crotch bump, which I don't know what the what the Zoomers are into. So <laughs> Patting that their crotch. <laughs> yeah. That might be like a puffier... A puffier vulva might be like a characteristic that they're into. I don't know. They don't say eat ass anymore. So I'm. They don't say eat ass anymore? No, I'm completely. What do they do now? Not eat oh, ass. Oh, I don't think they do anything. They don't eat ass anymore? I think all Zoomers. I'm really Zoomers, glad I never got pressured into doing that. I think all Zoomers know is pull pants up into armpit, <laughs> wear Merkin. <laughs> Yeah, having having the best fashion moments, but no, it no, and they and that's uh, what they're doing is this is a period of tension. This is a period of fashion tension, and then what'll happen is because you saw they've been doing Little Home on the Prairie too. Mm -hmm. They make them do Little Home on the Prairie, and they make them wear the giant pants they have to pull up, and this is a, a period of tension where this is what you have to do, but it looks really bad. And then when they relax and they go back and you can wear something normal. Yeah. <laughs> and you can go back to normal skinny pants like a human. Right. People will be like, oh, oh my God, I'm buying a shitload of clothes before it goes back to that big red pants shit. Right. That's how I am right now. I'm in like, a, I'm not buying any clothes. I'm waiting until y'all get your fucking senses together because I don't fucking have anything to do with those pants you guys are having at the store now. <laughs> I'm not interested in it. Did you know that they used to think that beavers ate their own balls off? What? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Why, when did they think that? Recently? Up until the 1100s. Okay. They thought that right. beavers bit off their own balls. Okay. And so I guess they don't. They don't. Which, <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that the current American population is between 6 and 10 million? Beavers? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a good number, considering how few I've seen... Every 300 people or every 30 people could have their own beaver. They could. We could we could take our little block of our little block and maybe a little bit around the corner and all get together and have a beaver. Mm -hmm. Share the beaver. Yep. <laughs> Shared beaver. There's 168 hours in a week. We could all roughly have five hours of beaver. <laughs> that might be perfect. One, <laughs> five hours per week of beaver. Mm -hmm. How many hours a week of beaver are you getting now? What else do you know about beavers? <laughs> Did you know that beavers usually live 10 to 15 years unless we take care of them, in which case they live for 20 years because we know beaver. So they live longer if people take care uh -huh. of them? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we must feed them top quality wood. Uh-huh. Best wood in town. Nothing but the best for my beaver. 
you get one out in the wild and it's just grubbing anything from out of the right. woods Crappy. out of the out of the metro parks you got dirty a- wood out behind the udf <laughs> <laughs> did you know that april 7th is international beavers day no it is though no natalie what before we go, can I tell you a beaver joke I just invented? Yes, of course. Why did the beaver join Tinder? Uh, I don't know. Because they thought it was full of wood. <laughs> oh. Because it's like you light on fire. Uh-huh, right. It is like wood. Also, because his Tinder is like wood and also it's like you get dick pics. It works on many levels. Good joke. Thank you, baby. So what did you learn today about beavers? <laughs> Giant, cuddle-like baby. How much to a beaver for how long to a tree to get it cut down? Help. Five minutes. Please. (laughs) What if you were a beaver? What if I were a beaver? Well, I'd want some insurance, that's for sure. Right, you want to insure that dam. I'd want to make sure I had a dam protection plan. Who would I call for that? Corey, Grella, Beaver, Insurance, Proprietor. <laughs> that is a real business to corner because you don't have a lot of people looking for it. But nope. <laughs> if you're a beaver and you need insurance, there's only one place to go. That's right. Corey Grella. But she's got, it, she's got it cornered. She's got that market cornered. Six to ten million beavers all get their insurance from Corey Grella. She has, so she's obviously going to be good enough for you. She, you can't build a dam. She has stopped up the creek of cash and turned it into a lake of money, baby. Right, right. And when it comes to dams, there's only one place in Ohio you want to go. Uh, Harlem Township, home of the Hoover Dam, the biggest dam built by beavers. Is that why, right. is that why it's so wonderful? Uh-huh. Hoover was the name of a beaver. Well, it all makes a lot of sense. I just, I keep thinking all this stuff in Ohio is just named after other places and stuff, but it's a, it's a beaver, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hoover the beaver built a dam like two or three years ago. When it's, 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 it's still there. Great. It's, it's still there. That is fantastic. So check out Harlem Township, Ohio, <laughs> located in Delaware County, Central Ohio, to see, uh, Got to be one of the largest beaver dams right. in central Ohio. Right. Did someone suggest beavers today? Uh, you tell me. Fruby Stubbins did. Fruby Stubbins loves to learn about beavers. Thanks, baby. Well, thanks, Fruby. And if you haven't yet, check us out, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. That's where you can join our topic suggestion board, as well as listen to all of the episodes oh, you yeah. haven't heard yet. And they're stacking up. They're Man, piling up. You got a lot so to many. listen to. You got a backlog. I know you do. Get to work, bitch. Thanks again for listening, bitch. <laughs> I love you, bitch. <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.